This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Zone, hanging out with our good friends at Premier Wave Therapy. It is their grand opening. They've got food. We've got jazz gear. Come by 2505 East, 3300 South. You can give them a call. Save $300 if you get on the schedule today. 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. We're going to talk to our friend Tim Lacombe coming up here momentarily. Man, I see. I usually see Tim so much. I feel like uh, we've had a few days uh, without a game. I almost feel like I miss him. Is that weird? Uh, no, because he's a likable guy. <laughs> Tim is is definitely a, uh, a likable guy, and uh, even Austin likes Tim. Curious. I think everybody likes Tim. Austin, you like Tim? No. Oh, all right. Good. Well, we're... what are you? What are, what are you doing? No, I'm there? not. No, I'm you not, know what? I'm, look, I'm, what are you no, up to? No, I, I'm not removing myself from the group. Have, thing have here. you have you done something to Tim that you're like <laughs> trying to apologize or make up for? Or? I think Tim got mad at me once when I wrote something about something that he disagreed with or something. But um, but uh, you're okay now. Oh, are you kidding okay. me? I think Tim Lacombe is one of the coolest dudes around. Uh, before we jump out and talk to uh, to Coach Lacombe, his appearance today brought to you by our friends at Cypress Credit Union. For a limited time only, get a free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. He is my co-host on Jazz pre-half and post-game coverage. He's our good friend, Coach Tim Lacombe. What's going on, Tim? What's going on, guys? How are you? Good. I, I, I miss you, though. It feels uh, I haven't seen you in multiple days, and it feels weird. I know. It does feel weird. We, we kind of had a, a kind of a steady thing going. <laughs> well, it'll pick, it's about to pick up again. Oh, uh, we lost him. He hung up on us. Wow. You think you know a guy. Whoops. Oh. Maybe I weirded him out with that whole I miss no, you. I, th- I think he pushed the wrong button. It hung happens. up with the chin or something like that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hung up with a chin. I've definitely, like, put calls on hold or mute or whatever with my cheek before. You done that? Have you ever had, uh, have you ever had something you thought it was on mute, mute, but it was they could hear what you were saying? Uh, not on a phone call. Uh, well, Have you? The, uh, <laughs> Our boy DJ had that happen to him at a press conference not that long ago. Oh, my wife was on a call once at a group conference call uh, with a bunch of people and she and I were talking back and forth and someone said I can hear you what were you talking about I'd rather not say <laughs> was it was it something embarrassing <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not say oh I, I can't I'm gonna have to ask you about this off the air it's kind of a frisky conversation oh no <laughs> it was Chester at work no no it wasn't that bad Chester got caught on a hot mic <laughs> Tim imagine, been, imagine what that would be like. Tim is back with us now. Tim, we lost you. Sorry about that. 
No, guys, that's my fault. I'm so sorry. Um, driving and lost you on the on the road. So I'm now parked and ready to take fire fire away on your question. Who will the Jazz likely match up against? Do you think the Warriors or the Grizzlies? I think it's going to be the Warriors, but I do believe there's an outside chance. You know, it's a one-game scenario, so we've seen it this year. Anything can happen. Um, you know, the Jazz lost a couple games this year. You never thought they would, and so it's it's possible. The one thing that Memphis really has going for it, it's got a guy in Ja who can get up and down the floor. Uh, they got a guy in Brooks who can make shots. I know uh, their big guys are good, and, uh, I mean, Valanciunas had a great game the other night. So I think they're going to be a – I think it will be a fun game, but I believe the Warriors will probably be the team the Jazz play. Matt, you mentioned Valanciunas. Didn't he have like 23 and 23 or something like that? Yeah, he was really good. And, and he actually looked really good at, at times when the Jazz played him this year. He's a guy that kind of stood out to me as, um, you know, he's, he's really skilled. He's really physical. He's big. Um, and he's got great touch. So um, he's a – he, he's a fun one to watch, and yeah, he had a he had a big night, huge night. And John Morant, I mean, that guy's a handful for anybody. So talented. Yeah, I, I call him a one man fast break. Um, you know, when you when you outlet the ball to him, it really is him just kind of playing at a great pace and and getting to the rim, and that's really where. Um, you know, they, they could and probably need to. Memphis probably needs to get out in transition uh, because we've seen the Warriors in the half court. They were great against the Jazz defensively. Uh, they were great the other night against the Lakers. They just didn't guard. You know, Curry got distracted. He kind of turned and got in no man's land. And granted, the shot was, you know, a 40-footer or whatever. Um, but it's LeBron, you know, so... Yeah, I watched that retake uh, that tape and watched it over and over again. And Curry just kind of turns and starts to kind of leave LeBron. And I was like, "No, don't leave him! Don't leave him!" And he left him. Donovan Mitchell practiced uh, for the first time today, Tim, and says he should be uh, good to go by game one. How tricky is it for a coaching staff to find the right way to bring a, a player back after missing an extended period of time? Uh, I think it's, you know, it's always going to be really kind of unique to the situation. Um, the way the Jazz play, I think Donovan can can definitely kind of fit back in. Uh, but it's going to be a, a situation where, you know, I don't know if he's going to have the usage rate right out of the shoot, you know, and, and does he want to, to, you know, is he that comfortable? I think that's going to be the interesting thing. We haven't seen him for several weeks and – we know what he's capable of doing when he's 100% healthy. And, you know, the question on everybody's mind is, is he 100% healthy? And uh, the one thing we do know, the supporting cast did a great job down the stretch. And I think they actually, a bunch of those guys improved. So, you, in theory, you add Donovan back to that group, um, you'd hope that it all goes smoothly. But that's the, uh, that's the beauty of it is they've got to, they've got to execute and do it. And, uh, man, I'm so excited. It's, it's what a great time of year. Tim, I want to get back to the Grizz and the Warriors for a second. Um, first of all, if you were to answer the question, which of those teams is the better team, would you say the Warriors? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And, and it's crazy because, you know, 
I, I don't know if you, you asked me that question early on. I don't know if I'd answer it that way, but I think Curry's just taken his game to an entirely different level. And I think you just got to give a ton of credit to Draymond Green for being a champion. I mean, the guy's just a stud. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably say the Warriors are the better team. Okay, so that that established. How hard is it for the Warriors to come off a loss, a disappointing loss like it was to the Lakers, and how much of a benefit is it for the Grizz to come off a victory and then the two teams collide in a one-game winner-takes-all situation? Well, I think that's something you got to take into consideration. It's a, it's actually a really good point because, um, you know, winning winning a game, a big game, and losing a tough game, you know, they, they can do different things to you. Um, you know, you talk about confidence. I, I mean, the one thing I will say last night, the Warriors exerted a ton of energy, an absolute ton of energy. You watched, uh, I mean, they were within a one possession of figuring out a way to win that game. And they gave it everything they had. And guys played a lot of minutes. Um, you know, Curry was running around. Like, he he was an absolute clinic off the ball last night, um, you know, as he always is. But I think that's the, the big question. Will will the, conf, will the confidence of the Grizzlies coming off a win, um, you know, be enough to take the team that's better coming off a difficult, tough situation, a really physical, straining game? And can they kind of use that momentum to their advantage? And that's one fascinating part of the way these playoffs are lined up. I will tell you, I, I didn't know that I would watch or not because we watch basketball every night, and I thought maybe I'll have a life of some kind. But I was right in the front of the television watching all that stuff because it, I think it's great. I think it's good for the league. Tim Lacombe is with us here on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, taking a look around the rest of the West, uh, Tim, what do you think is the most evenly matched playoff series? Which, which one has the most potential to go seven? Um, I'm pretty intrigued by the Denver-Portland series. Um, I think that that one's going to be really unique because you've got two dominant players, one guy on the, you know, the, the the guard line of Portland led by Lillard and then what Jokic is able to do both from the post and the perimeter. And I think that matchup's pretty fascinating. Um, I could see that one going, going a long way. I think the Phoenix LA series is going to be terrific. Um, it's going to be kind of power, brute power and star power. The two guys against a team really that has formed uh, much like the Jazz, a real identity in how they play. Um, they really get after it defensively. And then you've got Chris Paul making the decisions, and you've got a, a bona fide big-time score in Booker. Um, so I think that that one's going to be really interesting as well. And then, um, you know, to see the Jazz come out, I, I really hope, you know, for for the the Jazz' sake, that they hit the ground running in the playoffs, they get off to a great start. Uh, but we've seen how difficult – you know, if it is the Warriors, how difficult they can be to really feel comfortable against. Um, I, I think maybe they could learn some stuff from the film last night. I thought uh, I thought L.A. did a nice job of, of really making it difficult, even though Curry had a huge night. They did a nice job in a lot of parts of the game, particularly the fourth quarter, the way they guarded him, made him give the ball up, made him kind of play through Draymond Green at the high post. So definitely some things you can probably take from it. 
Um, but, man, I'll tell you what, I think the West, if you look through the West, you know, the Clippers-Mavs is fascinating. I think it's, it's pretty evenly matched, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them all be great series. I want to circle back around what you were talking about with Jake a, a couple of minutes ago. It has to do with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, if he is completely healthy and that ankle does feel back to normal, how fair is it to expect him to be able to play at, uh, at a high level just automatically? Is that, is that too much to ask? You know, for some guys it is. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. I, I was watching the game last night, and, uh, you know, I kept telling, texting friends and people that, um, you know, that I was – my son was here with a couple of his buddies – they're watching it, and I said, look, there's no way that Michael Jordan loses this game. Um, you know, I know that, if, especially if he's got a top-five guy in AD. And, and so I really was kind of watching to see, and, and I really did expect LeBron to just figure out a way to win the game. And I do think there's a part of Donovan Mitchell, we've seen it, there's a, there's a, a high, le- uh, high amount of star power in that guy. Um, and he's really turned his game – from, you know, the bubble last year through this year to such a high level. Um, and, and he's really added pieces. You know, I think he's gotten better defensively this year. Um, you know, I think he's been uh, more focused on the types of shots that he takes and gets. So, yes, I think for most guys it's probably a lot to ask. But this is the guy that we, you know, that we all have seen do extraordinary things. And the extraordinary things – the guys do in the playoffs, you know, that that's where they really cement their stardom. Um, so I feel like, you know, this will be kind of a big thing for Donovan, you know, personally to show that he, he can kind of rise above. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what's going to be fun. We'll be able to watch it and see. Um, you know, my thought is I think Donovan wants the, you know, I think Donovan wants to be the guy and, and I think that, he, you know, he's certainly not going to make any excuses. I think for him, if he's playing, he's going to try to, to be Donovan Mitchell. And uh, that's certainly what the Jazz need. I know this is a super radio cliche question, but who's the X factor in the playoffs for the Jazz? Oh, man. I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's going to kind of go back and forth. But I think Clarkson, to me, and I've said this to you, Jake, through the, through the year, that Clarkson is the one guy who's not going to get affected by the moment. Um, you know, he just does not seem to to uh, be all that affected by much, and he plays his game. I think he's a guy who, uh, you know, he could go for 40 in a playoff game, and that's just not a piece, you know, that we've had before, uh, you know, to have a, a third, fourth guy – and then you start talking about the other guys. I think it's going to bounce back and forth. I think Bojan's going to be really important. Um, he's really turned his game up, particularly late. And I love the way he's been really aggressive with the ball and finishing at the rim. You know, rim first and then getting in a rhythm. He's gotten to the line more. I think he still should get to the line more. But, um, you know, he maybe you should start saying he sees three rims. <laughs> and he'll get to the line more. But... Um, I think it's going to be Clarkson and Bojan. I, I think uh, you've got to look at, at, at Rudy as being a constant. 
Um, I think Joe Ingles is going to be really important because he kind of spurs that second group and gets the ball distributed and makes decisions. Uh, but if I had to pinpoint one guy, I would say Clarkson. What do you th- what, which do you think is more likely, Tim, for the Jazz to continue to shoot the threes and make them at the clip they have this season and, and maybe even surpass that, or for them to go stone cold and uh, miss a bunch of threes? Well, I think what is more more likely is that they're going to continue to make shots because they've, they've you know their body of work would say that. Um, what makes the the playoffs difficult is there is a deadline, and every one of those series, you know whether you're hot or not, that game's going to count. And uh, you know I played actually played in a golf tournament today with the great Ron Boone, and we rode together and talked a lot about things. And you know Ron said to me the same thing. You know if if they can avoid a situation where every guy goes cold, and we haven't seen that only maybe a couple of times this year. Um, but I think that's the beauty of the way Quinn's designed this. Uh, in the old days, you know, you take Malone away, you make stocks and really have to earn his stuff. Um, you know, you're really physical with him, and you really can kind of put the Jazz in a spot where you feel comfortable. Um, this Jazz team's different because, again, a guy like Bojan can go for 30. A guy from, like Hartson can go for 30. Joe can get scorch hot, you know, scorching hot from three. Uh, then you start talking about Donovan and Rudy who kind of been the constants. Uh, and then you throw in role guys like, you know, Niang's had big nights and, and done really big things. Royce O'Neal is capable of, of making big shots, you know. And the ball will move. That's the one thing we do know. The ball will move. So it's not going to be one guy having to do it all. I think that's the beauty of the way the Quinns designed it. Now, the, the big thing is, can they avoid having a, a one- or two-game cold streak? Because, unfortunately, in the playoffs, you know, you get behind the eight ball and you lose momentum there, and that's what they've got to avoid. Tim Lacombe with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Tim, name, uh, we're, we're going to get the finalists for the awards released, uh, actually being released now. We just found out uh, the finalists for the MVP award, the only one that's been released so far, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Who do you think gets it, and did they leave anybody out? Um, well, I'm partial. You know, I think the Jazz should have somebody represented. They're the best team. But I think, you know, the problem is that they've got a, three all-stars and guys split votes. And, you know, some people maybe feel like Gobert's the big difference maker, and some people feel like Donovan might be it. Um, but I, I feel like the, uh, you know, th- those three guys probably, you know, that probably does a nice job. Uh, I was not as high on, on Curry getting it, but his performance the other night just kind of, I, I will have no issue if Curry gets the MVP because I think he's had that kind of season. I think my vote is Jokic. I think that's the guy I'd vote for. Hmm. And what about the other ones that the Jazz are involved in? Do you think uh, Jordan Clarkson or Joe Ingles will get sixth man? And uh, what do you think about Quinn Snyder's chances for coach of the year? I would say that uh, that Clarkson's probably a shoe in for sixth man. Uh, Rudy's going to be the defensive player of the year. And although I think Quinn deserves it, for whatever reason, it's just not in vogue um, to vote for him for some reason. I know – I mean, hey, look, guys have done a great job, and they're around the league. But I think if you take everything that Quinn was dealing with and, and just use the word unsalvageable, okay, and, and that, that narrative that was around the team – 
and the diff- the difficulty they had in the off season, um, or excuse me, in the in the bubble, losing that series, and, and really having to kind of come up with a, a new way. Um, I think Quinn's done the best job in the NBA, and I think he deserves it. I, I don't know that he'll get it, but that's who I would vote for. And not being a homer, I just think you take everything into consideration. At the end of the day, um, best team in the league out of nowhere. And the way he managed a very, very difficult situation and made really made roses out of it was really impressive. Tim, thank you very much as always. I'll see you Sunday. Sounds great. Good to be with you guys. Sorry about the hang-up. <laughs> no problem. See you, buddy. <laughs> Jake, did he just hang up on us? <laughs> That's our friend, Coach Tim Lacombe, uh, my co-host, Jazz pre, half, and post game. I agree with him on Coach Schneider, but he's not going to get it. Yep, I agree with both of you, uh, and that that's the way it's going to go down. Quinn is, uh, he's, let's just say it this way, his team had the best record in the league. Well, and I, I thought about uh, something the other day, something you, you always say, and you use it as a golf analogy, but uh, in this case, uh, you know, I think it's it's uh, an argument for Coach Schneider to get it. You know, it's it's harder to go from good to great than it is bad to good. Yep. So, you know, if you take a dumpster fire and get them into the playoffs, uh, oftentimes that coach gets the credit because they overachieved. Yep. But really, the, you know, in the Jazz case, a team that goes from good to great, I mean, is a, a more difficult, difficult leap to make. So I was thinking about that the other day. And if you don't believe that, all you 16, 18 handicappers out there, you could get to 12, you could get to 10 if you really worked at it probably. Let's see you get to two. Two. It's pretty hard to, to really, really go from, say, uh, a, ten, a 10 to a scratch. What about ball. if you're, you're down in the, you know, the, you know, 25, 30, that range? What about? Then if you get proper instruction and you play enough, you probably could improve that score considerably. I see. Okay. And I'm talking to you, Jake Scott. Don't that hold would, your breath. That would take work. See, you, you you think I play golf to be good? No, I play golf to yeah, have fun. to have a good time. Yeah. Do you even keep score anymore? I'll keep score. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll keep score. Just kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's still a game, right? I mean, there's still. I'm not. I'm not going out there and not trying. I'm just not. Yeah, but it's not the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah. But you know, if you get a good score, you want to know what the score is, right? You're playing well. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be having a rough day and say, you know what? I'm not going to count from here on in. That's happened. I was, play, I was playing golf with a buddy of mine uh, once, and, and he's like, you know, it's a pretty crowded day on the golf course. And uh, I was already up on the green, and he was about 100 yards out. And he's yelling to me, is it about 100 yards? And I'm going, this, is, this, isn't, you know, this isn't the Masters. Just hit the shot. How would you have a better gauge on the distance than him? I don't know. People just ask your why, opinion. Why would know. he? Oh, okay. Because he, he respects me. And Jim. why were you on the green when he hadn't reached the green? You know that's not good etiquette. Well, I was. No, I was farther behind, and I stuck it on the green. Oh, you weren't physically on the green. No. Oh, I see. No, he wasn't yelling to me from a hundred. That's what I was envisioning. Hey, no, what's the distance? What do you think? That was what I was picturing in my mind. Thus, I was, I was a little <laughs> bit confused. Uh, okay, we are here uh, today. We're having a great time at Premier Wave Therapy, uh, 2505 East, 3300 South. We still have some jazz gear, still have some great food. 
Come on by and visit us. Number to call to get on the schedule, 385-360-WAVE. And our friend Dr. Johnson is uh, joining us uh, once again. Real quick, before we get down to business, is it uh, a requirement uh, when you get your medical degree to also be a golfer? Is that a thing? <laughs> Definitely. Is that, is that part of residency or something? No, it should be, though. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like most doctors that I know are, are pretty useful with a golf club. You know, I actually took lessons from Mike Reed when he had that golf academy across from UNA Golf back in the day. So, so you're, did you improve your game? He did. Mm. Tremendously, yeah. Nice. So you know what you're doing. I do. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know what that means? Never put anything on the line with, oh, with no, Dr. No. Dr. Johnson. Well, of course. He's going to take your money. That's illegal in this fine oh, state. Oh, so, yeah. so, I mean, he's going to take your candy. Yeah, course. right. So we don't have to worry about that, uh, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, congratulations. This is your grand opening, day number one. Yes. And uh, it's, uh, it, you can feel the excitement around here. It's awesome. Yeah, we're very excited. It's taken a while to get it going, but we're here and have great equipment, great staff. Everything's good to go. One of the things I like about this facility is it almost feels like home. You know, it doesn't feel sterile. It doesn't feel it's very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very comfortable. Yeah, exactly. my, my sister-in-law is actually an interior designer, and so she gave us this look. It's the uh, Coventry Spa look from Coventry, England. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, she, she's seated. Do, do you get a massage after you're done? <laughs> That's uh, well. Yeah. There are there are great endings. No happy endings, but great. Oh, thanks for the did he uh, just say that? Yeah, yeah that, no, that happened. That's, uh, that's <laughs> happening. Uh, well, you, you can help in various ways, I suppose, uh, looking for a transition. But, uh, it, you know, you've, you're, you're doing great work for listeners out there who might be suffering from ED. Yeah, yeah, it's a very effective treatment. It's been well studied, especially in Europe. They've had nine double-blinded peer-reviewed studies that showed it has 95% efficacy. It's been studied more than 50 times. Ninety-five percent. That's that's, that's ridiculously huge. high, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because it grows new blood vessels, so there's about five percent of people it's due to some type of like either drug use, like Prozac or whatnot, or you have had a stroke or some neurologic dysfunction. But for everyone else, the vascular component, which is the main component, this definitely helps it. And you, uh, physician-owned, which is a big deal. First one yep. in Utah, right? Yep, that's correct. So. You know, we're, we have the best protocols. I've done a lot of studying on it. And like I said, I've helped develop the lasers themselves. So we feel like we have the best outcomes for sure. Just out of curiosity, how did you get into uh, your interest in the laser world? Were you like a Star Wars fan growing up? Or? <laughs> well, it's not a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, interesting enough, in my fellowship, we're actually the first uh, practice. We were studying the Thermage treatment, the Thermage laser, which does, you know, skin tightening. So then I was a professor at Duke, and I had to choose a research emphasis, so I chose the CO2 laser. And what we did is we would, you know, shave the backs of rabbits and rats and then do different laser uh, settings, and then we'd biopsy them and see, you know, st uh, stain them for collagen and elastin and see what they did, and that's how we developed the laser. So, okay, if we do this, this happens. Wow. So that's how I kind of got into yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, for, uh, you know, the grand opening and for our listeners, you're doing a great deal, too. Yeah, so anybody who calls in today, the f next 20 callers get $300 off their treatment package. That's for Sweet. both the men and the women because we do have vaginal rejuvenation as well. So ED and vaginal rejuvenation help the couples out there. All right, jump on it, save some money, uh, and really improve your life. Here's the number to call, 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. And, of course, you can stop by and see us, 2505 East, 3300 South. Yes, Doctor, we appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, well, more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Ring the 30-point belt. Big jazz news today. Donovan Mitchell was back at practice. He expects to be available for the upcoming NBA playoffs. He talked about uh, how he's not sure if he's going to have some time restrictions. Honestly, I haven't had that conversation as far as allotment of minutes. Um, I would like to think so. I don't know. Um, and either way, it's, it's what's best interest, not just for the team, but for myself, because I don't want to go out there and, you know, go out there full bore and then hurt it again. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is the playoffs and you got to go out there and you got to compete and got to be ready. And I think my teammates understand that. My coaches understand that. I understand that. Uh, but just going out there and just doing, doing what I can. You know, I think the biggest thing is trying to see how I respond after practice today, the next practice. And then when you get to game one, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, go time. So we know the Jazz will be playing Sunday night at 7.30. We do not know against who yet. Uh, the Western Conference play-in scenarios, or the playing game started last night. Uh, the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 196. It was the Lakers over the Warriors 103-100. to So uh, the Jazz will play the winner of Friday night's game between the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Uh, we've got an update on awards finalists. We'll get to that coming up next for this Jazz update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. Here we go. The regular season is over, and the top-seeded Utah Jazz are set to make their NBA playoff run. Hear every second of every moment of Jazz playoff basketball right here on your exclusive home of the Utah Jazz. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to our friend Tim Lacombe for jumping on the show. His appearance today brought to you by our friends at Cypress Credit Union. For a limited time, only get a free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey. When you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Gordon, we are uh, hanging out today for the grand opening uh, here at Premier Wave Therapy. Still have some jazz gear for you if you want to drop by 2505 East. 3300 South. And if uh, you get on the schedule today, if you're out there dealing with ED, give them a call 385-360-WAVE. Get on the schedule today. You're going to save $300 here at Premier Wave Therapy. You just... uh, uh, sampled one of the sandwiches. Not bad, huh? I did. That was that was pretty darn good. Yeah, right. Uh, and there's there's still some left over there. If anybody wants to stop by and grab one, grab that. a sandwich and that, uh, and the croissants was very tasty. Uh, I know. Good. good you touch. had one earlier. I did. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, Gordon, the finalists for the NBA awards are officially out. We mentioned the finalists for MVP uh, with Coach Lacombe. That's Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. Uh, let me go through the rest here, and then uh, you can 
hit us with your opinion. Okay. Uh, Coach of the year. Here's the finalist. Coach Snyder for the Jazz. Tom Thibodeau for the Knicks. Monty Williams of the Suns. Uh, most improved player. Jeremy Grant of the Pistons. Michael Porter Jr. of the Nuggets. Julius Randle of the Knicks. Um, NBA Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball for the Hornets, Anthony Edwards of the T-Wolves, and Tyrese Halliburton for the Kings. Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert from the Jazz, Draymond Green of the Warriors, Ben Simmons of the Sixers. And finally, uh, Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson from the Jazz, Joe Ingles from the Jazz, and Derek Rose of the Knicks. I don't have any problem with any of those. Um, yeah. Do, do you have a problem with anything? Uh... That seems about right. Yeah, that's that's probably about right. I'm trying to think if anybody really got snubbed. Um, well, I don't think Ben Simmons belongs a, as a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year, so I don't think they got that so right. So you want to boot him out? Yeah, somebody and else. Who would you put in? I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, dude, somebody's who, actually, somebody you like better. <laughs> somebody's actually the best defensive player on their own team. Yeah, that might help. Yeah. Yeah, that might help. I don't know how you'd be best defensive player in the league when you're not the best defensive player on your own team. Um, yeah, on the whole, though, I think uh, most of it is about uh, what you might expect. And I, I just, as you were reading those coaches of the year candidates, I, Quinn's going to get screwed on this. Isn't yeah, he's he? not going to get it. No, it'll, it'll be Thibodeau. Yeah. I, I, almost guaranteed. Yeah. Because, you know, New York, the Knicks, yeah. you know, they're always a big story, good or bad, and they're finally halfway, they're halfway decent. decent suddenly. Yeah. Oh, what an accomplishment. It's not even like they're great. They're yeah. just halfway decent. And When you think of how Quinn adjusted and changed this team, and they performed the way they – what, they finished last year? Fifth? Fourth. What was it? Fifth. And they were predicted to finish like fifth or sixth this year, and they have the best record in the league. Now, I guess you could make a strong argument for Phoenix uh, achieving something beyond what most people thought. But they, you brought, the, you brought this up the other day. They added Chris Paul. Yeah, they added an all-star. The Jazz basically have the same roster. Yeah. They added Derek Favors, who is a fine player, but not, not I Chris mean, Paul. Chris I mean, Paul changes how you play. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so since, since those additions are not really coach-driven – that's front office driven. The coach, the difference that he makes is what he does with what he has. And he doesn't have much of anything different than he had last year. So that marks that great improvement. I might even vote Thibodeau third out of those finalists. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. I think I well, would and, too. And hey, just to give him some credit, um, you know, what he's done with Julius Randle is great. I mean, he, he built an offense around a player that, you know, at least – uh, traditionally, early in in today's day and age in the NBA, you don't really build around anymore, and he's been really, really good. So, I mean, give Thibodeau credit, but but no, I I I feel like Coach Snyder deserves that award. I agree with that. And look, it, it, the other thing is, I saw a list of uh, what <laughs> some experts from around the league were predicting or who they would pick for these awards and defensive player of the year as you were disturbed by Ben Simmons working his way into that conversation. Jake, two guys got votes from a panel of like 10 people. And I think seven of them went for Rudy Gobert, but three went for Ben Simmons. And I'm thinking to myself, 
What are they seeing out of Ben Simmons that affects the entirety of a game like what Rudy Gobert does? Now, you can talk all you want about versatility and being able to cover different positions because Ben talks about that a lot. And Rudy just goes out and changes the way coaches coach the game. It's, and it sounds like we're being homers here. And I, 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 I pride myself in not being a homer, but I, I, I just can't see why someone would pick Ben Simmons over Rudy Gobert. And most of them did not. But I still looked at those three guys and I thought, why are those three guys thinking that because way? Because they buy into Ben Simmons' self-created narrative. He did it on purpose, and people are uh, easily duped. But shouldn't they? I, but these are people who are, should be NBA experts. Okay, yeah, should be. <laughs> uh, have you uh, you've seen the movie Dumbo? Uh, you mean the most recent one? No, 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 the original. Oh, well, wait, yeah, long like, time ago. Uh, okay, he, eighty-five years ago. So you know the little mouse that that's Dumbo's buddy. And, yeah. and is trying to get Dumbo into the into the show. Uh-huh. And so the mouse sneaks into the, the what do they call it, circus, uh, the, the head guy, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, whatever. The ringmaster. Uh, yeah, ringmaster. ringmaster yeah. Sneaks into the ringmaster's uh, the room while the ringmaster is asleep and then it gets into his ear and says, Dumbo, you know, like <laughs> to, to plant the seed in the ringmaster's brain. Uh-huh. That's what Ben Simmons did. He uh-huh. by by saying, "Oh, I'm the greatest defensive player on the planet." People go, "Oh, well, he wouldn't say that if it weren't true, or if he didn't at least was qualified. You'd never say that." Like like uh, Gordon, I'd never call myself the world's greatest power lifter, you know. <laughs> but the, but what he's doing is is planting that narrative because he wants to get defensive player of the year because he wants to be eligible for a higher max. That's right. Uh, it a comes bigger money. contract. Yes. And and look, I mean, I do this every day. I whisper in your ear, Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo. Yeah. I don't I mean, know what effect it's having. But, no. Yeah. Strangely, I want to watch that movie a lot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I call the man Dumbo. Casey Jr.'s coming down the track. Woo. But uh, <laughs> nice. Does he nice hold pull. the feather in his trunk? Is uh-huh. the fly? Is yeah. I remember him, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So, anyway, that, that mouse, though, gets in the ear. That's what Ben Simmons did. He got in the ear of the media and said, I'm good at defense, when he's not. <laughs> he is good. He's okay. He's Again, better he's not, than okay. He's not even the best defensive player on his own team. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, I see your point. I'd, I could I could probably list easily, uh, and maybe so this this is, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, I guess, but I, I could probably off the top of my head list four or five wing defenders I'd rather have than Ben Simmons. Let's do it. Well, start with uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George, and LeBron James. There's three <laughs> oh, right there. That's pretty good. <laughs> right, right, right off, off the, the top. Back. Yeah. Uh, let's throw in uh, Giannis. Let's throw in – well, I don't know if you want to call Giannis a wing defender. We can follow, throw in his teammate, though. Is Lou Holiday. Dort a wing defender? I, Lou Ooh. Dort's a better defender than Ben Simmons. <laughs> Great pull, Austin. What about Tory Craig? Okay, absolutely. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I can buy that. Patrick Beverly, if you want to call him a wing defender. He's more of a point guard, I'd say, yeah. but still. I How mean, about George Niang? Not George, though. <laughs> oh. Patrick Beverly guarded, uh, you know, talk about versatility and being able to guard positions. He guarded uh, Kevin Durant for a playoff series and did a fine job. <laughs> ben Simmons is a good defender, though. He's just not in Rudy's class. He's just not elite. Yeah. He's good. Uh, uh, he's pretty good. He's good. Not elite. 
You could throw a pretty in front of it if it makes you feel better. But okay, he's I say he's he's good, not elite. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty darn good, is what I meant to pretty say. Good. Interesting uh, that the two jazz players are – the jazz have two six men of the year. That's pretty awesome. And, and that's, uh, uh, they should split that award this year, I think. Oh, don't do that. That's such a chicken way out. I know, was this soccer? No, yeah. the six-man award has never been uh, – there's never been co-winners. Good. I remember when they did a co-rookie of the year with Grant oh. Hill and Jason Kidd, and it was just such a cop-out. And, what and a cop-out? Why is it going to be one? You're telling me that the vote was exactly the same on either side? Ah, okay. Close, 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 close enough. Balderdosh. Balderdash is what I meant to say. <laughs> Balderdash. 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 Uh, Balderdash. <laughs> what language are we speaking? Yeah, they just chickened out and didn't want to name one or the other. So they're like, oh, it's the, the co. And we're not going to tell you what the, the vote count was because we're just doing it. Ties don't bother me that much. I don't know why you're all hung up on that. In this case, you know, the best picture Oscar award winner doesn't go to two movies. Although it kind of did that one year. But one they don't. When they announced the wrong one. Yeah, they don't jump up there and announce a tie. Who did that? Was that Warren Beatty? Who was it was it? Warren Beatty. Yeah, and now you say, and it was La La Land, and what was the other? What Moonlight was the one? actually and Moonlight won. Actually yeah. won. Well, if we're going to make comparisons with the Oscars, uh, wouldn't uh, Ben Simmons would be Sally Field? They like me. You like me. You love me. Remember that. Is that your Sally I do remember that, but I'm, I'm having trouble connecting the dots with Ben Simmons. Why would he because be saying that? Because he's been campaigning, you know. Uh, and did Sally Field campaign? No, but she was. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> what movie was that for? Was it uh, the one when she rang the bell in the as a union? Uh, I thought it was Mrs. Bill. Doubtfire. <laughs> she was Wait, terrific in Mrs. Doubtfire. Was she? Not the whole mean. time. No, what was the one when she goes in and rings the bell because she's. Trying to Smokey union, and the Bandit. Union, <laughs> she's trying to unionize the workers. Was Sally that? Field and Smokey and the Bandit? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was Burt Reynolds. She was a uh, nun. She was pretty. No. <laughs> she was a flying nun back in the. Uh, all right, we're way over. We was got it, more it, coming wait, up next. Wasn't was she Gidget too? Uh, <laughs> we're here live. At Premier Wave Therapy, still have uh, some time to come in and get that jazz gear. Uh, 2505 East, 3300 South. You can call them 2385-360. Wave, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from Premier Wave Therapy, 2505 East, 3300 South. Uh, We will uh, talk to Dr. Johnson coming up here momentarily. I uh, want to remind you to join Hanson Scotty coming up tomorrow uh, from 10 to 2 at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Um, our producer, Austin Horton, uh, has an enemies list someplace you don't want to find your name, yet we add names to it all the time. Who's going on the list today, Austin? Uh, Dexter Kruger is going on the list. He's a retired cattle rancher uh, in Australia, Canberra, Australia. He's 11, 111 years old. Dexter Kruger. Why would you hate him? 
well, because the reason he says he's lived to be 111 years old and, you know, people are now going to copy it and I'm worried about it is that he eats one certain thing every single meal of every single day. And that is... Cat food. No, that'd be better. (laughs) (laughs) He says, quote, chicken brains. You know, chickens have a head and in there there's a brain and they are delicious little things. It's only one little bite. Close quote. So Dexter Kruger goes on the list for... What is in a chicken brain that would preserve his life for all these 111 years. I don't know, but uh, if, you, if you live to be 111 years, uh, you should probably know what to do about setting a better example for people because now the next crazed diet will be the chicken head diet, and no one needs to see that. So, Dexter Kruger, your time's about up. You're on the list. All right. There you go. Dexter. Was that a threat? No, it's just a pretty, pretty safe prediction okay. 111 that's pretty amazing oh, that's a, yeah. my mom's 95 and i thought that was something should get her on the chicken brain diet <laughs> do you have to harvest them yourself or can you go to the butcher i don't know austin was a detailing uh, it's not and i'm not googling it do you have to eat like the beak and everything or just do you, says I mean, the brain you, you yeah. bite the head off is that is it well, by the way, was was chicken brains included in your hot dog uh, expose story you did, Gordon? Was that one of the parts? <laughs> no, not to my memory. I I think they just sort of swept up what was on the floor of the meat place and <laughs> just sort of. Were you Upton yeah, Sinclair? Oh, Get oh, out of yeah. here! That's terrible. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're live today. We've been uh, hanging out here at Premier Wave Therapy. It's their grand opening day, numero uno. 2505 East, 3300 South. You can also call them 385-360-WAVE. Our friend Dr. Johnson is jumping on with us once again, and uh, you guys are officially off and running. Yep, our grand opening. We shot off like a rocket because of you guys, so thanks for coming over. We're off to the races. See, I think yeah. it's because of your commanding radio presence, Doctor. I think that's what's uh... Well, I've been practicing my radio voice all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 we've had a lot of fun. You, you guys have a, a great group, and there's no doubt you're going to take great care of your patients. Yep, that's what we're all about. We're, like we said, we're trying to be the Nordstrom of laser clinics, that qu- kind of quality. You know, one of the things that I've noticed is it is comfortable around here. And for a lot of guys, I mean, I can't speak for the women, but a lot of guys, they want to be comfortable. They don't want to come into a situation where they, they're already maybe a little shy or embarrassed about this, but you make everybody feel very, very welcome and comfortable and at home. Yeah, I appreciate that. We kind of thought through every step what would make the people mo- most comfortable. So we got the best lasers that are painless. We hired all professional estheticians that have degrees. We trained them very well, you know, did a lot of training with them and kind of thought through each step to make it as most comfortable as possible. Well, to, to uh, kind of jumpstart things, you guys are doing a great, great deal, saving a lot of money for our listeners today. Yep. So if they call today, it's $300 off all their treatment packages. That's both men and women, $300 off. Correct. All right. That number, 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. Call, and uh, certainly if you've been dealing with ED, stop that. You don't need to do that anymore. Yep, you don't need to live with it. There's solutions that are painless and very effective. Yeah. When you have a 95% success rate, it must be extremely frustrating that there are guys out there suffering through this when they can they can get it fixed. Yeah, I just don't understand why someone would come in and if, if you're, you know, suffering from this problem, it's a great great treatment. 
Mm-hmm. You need to get in and get it done. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It's all ages. Huh? Nope. Yep. It's all ages. In fact, it's, a, it's even more effective in the older age group because, you know, they have less blood vessels, so you're growing more blood vessels, so they see even more dramatic results. Mm. Wow. All right. Take advantage. 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. Doctor, we appreciate you. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. All right. We'll have more Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We want to say a big thank you to our friends here at Premier Wave Therapy. It's their first day open, their grand opening, and they have just a great group. It was really fun hanging out here with uh, Dr. Johnson and, uh, and his whole crew. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't have a medical degree. But Dr. Johnson sure sounds like he knows exactly what he's talking he about. knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, big, big thanks to them. Again, they're number 385-360-WAVE. We've got the movie zone coming up right around the corner. Johnny Lightfoot and Austin Horton. Do we have a poll question this week, Austin? We do. Uh, we missed Mother's Day on the movie zone because we were doing some uh, other, other things that week. It was real busy with the releases. So this week... We're asking for movies about moms, moms with movies, or movies with moms, movies that make you think of your mom. Take it and run with it. Whatever you got. Hmm. And this is also because next week, A Quiet Place Part 2 comes out, so we're kind of ramping up for that. Oh, that that movie looks... Best mom isn't that, isn't that Isn't that a frightening movie? It is. Yeah. You a horror movie guy? No, me? No, 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 I'm no. not. I'm not. A movie that makes me think of my mother, believe it or not, Top Gun, because she loves uh, Top Gun, but she always cries when Goose dies. Yeah. She's seen the movie probably a hundred times. My wife. Every time that scene happens. Goose she, dies? My, my, my wife likes that movie, too, yeah. but she likes the volleyball scene when the one guy fluxes. Didn't you tell us you like that scene, too? <laughs> Gordon also what? cries at that scene. When I was talking about the, musk- yeah. the muscly man? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like right up your alley. <laughs> I have no idea what I was talking about when Austin recorded. Austin, that. Didn't you do were anything. talking. You were talking about the the volleyball scene from Top Gun. What, I what, was. What's your mom? Wow, uh, your he mom? is muscly. I thought I was talking about Rudy Gobert. That Val Kilmer. Wow, he is no, muscle. It wasn't Val <laughs> Kilmer. It was the other guy. It was the guy who was who was his co. Uh, his uh, riding Anthony the Edwards. Seat. No, no. Yes. That was Goose. Yeah. No, I'm talking. The guy who flexes in the volleyball scene, I think, is Val Kilmer's second. You are really. But Val Kilmer really, is also in the scene. You're really familiar with this scene, aren't you? Well, this I, is something that you've really broken down in detail. Who doesn't Muscle like way. muscular men? Mm-hmm. So that's our poll question. And and that is a drop you need to pull right yeah. now. That, that Come on, muscular I'm man around, thing, knock it that off. needs to that needs to. So are you going to give an answer or not? We're running out of time. What was the question? Mom movie. Oh. Um, what was the question? I'm exhausted. <laughs> Patton. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, the movie zone is coming up next. This Gordon, was a you, failure. You enjoy your evening. <laughs> Oh, believe me, I will. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wow, he is muscly.